Welcome to Let's Therapy, where we get real and raw about your mental health, faith, and blended family. We're your hosts, counselors, Scott and Vanessa Martindale. Now let's therapy. Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Therapy. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, and we are so excited you're here with us today because we're going to tackle an issue that is huge. We're going to talk about trust and trust issues. Well, specifically, we poll our audience a lot, and this was one of the questions that our audience wanted to ask us. And it was, what are some trust issues that can arise from leaving a previous marriage and entering a new one? And this was probably from someone, maybe they're single, they're beginning to date, maybe they have children, but they're beginning um, to blend. And so uh, some of the trust trust issues that can arrive arise from leaving a previous marriage and entering a new one, obviously trust and commitment. I mean, I think that's a big one. You've you've gone through the, the just awful experience of having a divorce, someone that you love dearly. Um, that relationship is no longer alive, so to speak. And uh, you now are stepping possibly into a new relationship and um, understanding that the person that maybe you are beginning to date or that you're going to get engaged to, you know, there could be um, some trust issues around the commitment. Are they going to stay? You know, um, are they going to leave me again? Uh, is this a relationship that's going to last? And again, this is a place where the fe- where fear and the enemy can come in um, and steal that joy um, and that trust, so to speak. Well, and I would ask the question, you know, th- this concept that this massive this massive thing that you say, can you commit long-term? So I want to rephrase this question. I want to ask in that situation, can you commit daily? Can you commit every day to just making that decision to move forward in our marriage together? Yeah. Because the one thing I've learned about marriage is, is it's not as much a feeling as it is a decision. You have to decide... I'm going to I'm going to be married, I'm going to stay married, I'm going to fight for my marriage. I'm going my commitment is to God and to my spouse that I'm going to try every day to be in a committed loving marriage. So if whether whatever your situation is right now, I would ask you to solidify your decision today that you're committed and understand that the fear that somebody would leave is present. So you have the authority as a spouse and you have the responsibility that God gave you as a spouse to start working on that fear and to you know kind of extinguish fear. Yeah. So the other thing that comes in is really a, tr- a trust and fidelity. So it's really about, you know, hey, faithfulness. Yes. Can they be faithful? You know, is this something cuz again, divorce spawns in so many cases from adultery it spawns from so many situations of you know unfaithfulness in their finances unfaithfulness yeah. in their um extended relationships with their family relationships yeah. so fidelity is a big thing yeah you know and and we need to be able to have those conversations and if it's a fear that you have and it's a trust issue that you know deep you're like i've been cheated on um i've been you know my spouse has been unfaithful to me and I'm walking into a new relationship. How do I how do I begin to trust? Yeah. No, that's that's so good. And you know, I think that there's some definitely some steps that we can take and I think one, one is just again, we talk about open honest communication, premarital counseling, like having these conversations up front where hey, this is what I experienced and this is where my hesitations are and um you know, walls are so to speak in this current relationship. 
Uh, and so bre- beginning to like kind of chisel at those and break those down and understanding that um, it's really easy. And I'm going to say the word demonize. I don't think that's the right word, but it's really easy to place what someone in our past did to us on the people that mm-hmm. um, are there with us in our future. And so by that, you know, you may be um, projecting feelings onto your soon to be new spouse that your ex spouse, uh, you know, committed against you. And so we want to be very careful of that. Um, But I think ways that we can build up that trust is again, start having conversations, providing safe environments Mm -hmm. uh, to break down those fears and walls and hesitancies, so to speak, um, when it comes to the trust issues in your relationship. Well, in a couple of episodes, we talked about the concept of God lighting. And we talked about, you know, speaking things from our heart, things that the Holy Spirit lays on us as we can build up our spouse. You know, again, I always look at this and, you know, even in our own marriage, Vanessa, I mean, we've had days where it's been really tough. And one of the things that I think about is, you know, God gave you to me. So as much as maybe something's happened that I don't like uh, or that I'm struggling with, I'm like, okay, I've got to look at this from a perspective of, you know, we've we've been gifted spouses and part of that gifting is we take on everything that they're bringing to us so if they have trust issues or if they have things about fidelity that that are not necessarily in line with even your own behaviors and you haven't given reason not to trust yeah or reason to think that it's like listen sometimes those landmines pop up and you're like hey this is a thing from our past that's bringing into our future our, our current and i need to be able to um with love and humility and humbleness, uh, start kind of chipping away at, at that lie that, that's been presented. Yeah. So um, trust in emotional availability. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think when I say that, people think about women having trust of emotional availability. But I but I do believe it goes both ways. Oh, yeah. I think that there's, you know, everybody thinks about marriage and they think, well, men think about sex and women think about emotions. Yeah. That's not necessarily true. And, and I've said this before, men are very emotional creatures as well. Yeah. And the one thing that we've learned about each other is that I'm probably more emotional than you thought. Yeah. I would say sometimes you're probably more emotional than I am. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am very like, uh, uh, you know, physical nature to me is, is great, but I am so like tuned in emotionally. And yeah. when we get really busy, I'm the one who gets my feelings hurts more, more than you oh, do. Oh, by far. By far. <laughs> by so, far. And, and, I, and that's a tough dynamic because maybe, you know, as a spouse, you're used to be like, listen, as long as I check A and B and C boxes, my husband's fine. And you don't really give them the credit of saying they're emotional beings as well. Yeah. And that, especially if you start praying for your husband, yeah. you're going to start, they're going to start experiencing things that you didn't expect. Yeah. And, and I will say the exact opposite for women. So what I want, what I want to get to is trust, trust and emotional availability is, is number one, associate it with everybody. Yeah. That's so, good. um, from a female perspective, I'll give you this one first. Yeah. What is it that you fear and, 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 and what can come into mistrust when emotional availability? Is it, is it the exposure of too much and it'll be taken advantage of? Mm-hmm. Or is it saying, if I'm emotionally available, then I'll be stepped on or I may be gaslit? Or what is it from your perspective? Well, I think it's all those, everything that you said. I think it, you know, for every, it's, it's just different for everybody. But I think everything that you said, and then I would also say too, sometimes I think women 
because maybe they don't feel like their husband is emotionally available, they then stuff stuff. They stuff their feelings or there's these hard issues and topics that are go like that are happening happening in their marriage, but they don't feel like they can come like we don't feel like we can come to our husbands and say, "Hey, I'm seeing this and experiencing this with you and there's there's not an emotional availability there. And so I think that's a very big fear for women in that if they don't feel like that they can go to their husband, you know, you start feeling alone, feeling hopeless in your marriage. Is my marriage going to work? Is this going to work? Things like that. Yeah. So you start distrusting the the concept of the way God designed marriage to be this open um, area of communication, of trust, vulnerability, of nakedness, emotionally. Yeah. Uh, so women do that. And and men, again, I, I, I will speak to the larger audience here is we can be kind of ABC one, two, three, uh, which can be great in some cases. But in some cases, you need to ask that question of, hey, and we ask this quite often is, you know, how's your heart today? Is there anything on your heart that you want to talk about? Uh, and that's not necessarily just to go through the check boxes of, yeah, let's make sure this is done, this is done, this is done. It's more like, you know, hey, you know, what are you feeling right now? Or how are you feeling about this? And and then, again, I, and I love how this podcast is tying into so many others, but we talked about this in previous episodes when we talk about gaslighting. When you get an emotional response from your spouse and you want to tell them they're wrong, well, that's a form of gaslighting. Yeah. Um, and we want to make sure that we're creating an environment of safety yeah. in our marriage that says, hey, emotionally, we're going to be available to each other no matter what's going on in our lives, and sometimes you just need that kind of code word. You're like, listen, I need everything to drop because I emotionally need this help right now. Yeah. Uh, and we need to get rid of distractions so we can do that. Um, but husbands, be emotionally available to your wife. It is one of their mega needs of security. It's the way they feel loved. And so you have to you have to make yourself available to say, hey, listen, whatever it is emotionally that you're feeling, I want to make sure that I... I absorb that, and then I speak life into it or pray for it, um, and don't let that opportunity pass you by. Yeah. The last one we're going to talk about is trust and communication. So people, I've said this in marriage so many marriage counseling so many times, and I want people to just get it. Your concept of distrusting communication or distrusting marriage comes from the practice that you've had before, because in every occurrence, every relationship has failed except for your marriage right now. And that's just a mind-blowing concept that, hey, everything that I've learned has not taught me necessarily to be successful right now. When we talk about trust and communication, it's the trust that, one, that I'm communicating with fidelity, with truthfulness, with honesty, with love, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not trying to do something to coerce or uh, to manipulate you or to elicit a reaction or make you feel guilty. These are things that come into communication. No, so good. Well, and how can we handle trust issues in a newly blended family? So, you know, I think some of the things that we've already been talking about this, talking about establishing open and honest communication. You said trust and communication. Mm -hmm. That this is another one, you guys. We talk about communication all the time. Building trust through consistency. When we show to be consistent and stable in what we're doing, that in itself will build trust. It, it, it builds a safety net, so to speak, where your spouse, your children feel safe, respecting boundaries, um, mm. you know, whatever that looks like for you and your spouse. I know, you know, Scott and I have um, kind of 
kind of work boundaries. We work together. And so we have offices next to each other. We have offices next to each other. And so that can get a little tricky. And so, you know, we talk about that. Like, what does that look like for each of us, like, while we're at the office? Mm -hmm. Um, Encouraging quality time and bonding. Uh, Make sure that you're carving out that time to be intentional with one another. That is important not only for your marriage, but for your children. Seeking uh, professional support. Get, uh, Get in with a counselor, a mentor, a godly counsel of some sort that can walk with you um, as you're stepping into this new relationship, newly blended family. Promote understanding and empathy from one another. So taking the time to um, sit with each other and and the stuff that you're going through, empathizing and, you know, just letting them know, like, I understand, you know, I I may not understand completely what you're going through, but I empathize with you with what Mm -hmm. is happening. Yeah. The last thing we would say to this, guys, and I hope that you're listening to this with your spouse. Because if you, if you haven't, go back, get you, get you guys together, listen together. So the last thing I would say to you guys is be patient and please be patient with what you don't know yet. Um, you're, 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 you're working through this amazing concept and, and biblically breathed union of marriage. So be patient with each other that you don't both know how to do it right every day. But Express this to each other and say, I'm committed to learning. I'm committed to trying every day to get better. I'm going to mess up, and I, I just want you to forgive me when I do. But I, And the next day, I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to try better. And I'm going to try to do this as good as I can every single day. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. So, translation, Trust God, lean into him. You don't know exactly what to do, but he can make a pathway to a great, fulfilling marriage. Absolutely. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you next week on another episode of Let's Therapy. Be blessed in all that you do. 